Welcome once again to another episode of Better Catholics. Uh, last episode, we talked about synodality, a very timely uh, topic. And uh, it talks about walking together. It talks about uh, not leaving anybody behind. It means that we have to work as a whole. We have to work as a, an entire body working together. Uh, today, we are going to have... A special uh, guest we have, uh, CEO, C CHCC CEO, Dr. Esther Munia. Um, this is our attempt to uh, emphasize to the people that there is such thing as collaboration between the church and state as well. CEO Dr. Munia doesn't need an introduction, but for the <laughs> sake of our viewers out there beyond CNMI, um, she, you have been really a very key in, uh, figure in in our efforts in in uh, working together in addressing this uh, pandemic. Yes, I am a Catholic and I am a mother, and you know I I do feel that you know with the responsibility that I'm given as a, the head of the health department, especially when health affects everyone, every single person. So it really is important for me to think about and use the the motherhood mm -hmm. of uh, you know being concerned about the people that I that I'm responsible for. So there's a um, I believe that I think I'm not saying that anyone you know a man cannot do the job. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's an asset for myself, and I want to be able to utilize it as much as I can. And um, and by the way, I prefer to be called just Esther. <laughs> All right. Okay. And thank you okay. for your time in, 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 in doing this. Uh, Father Melvin and I in the diocese really appreciate you're very busy. Mm -hmm. And uh, all the, I think I have told you like you're busier than priests. So <laughs> uh, thank you for your time. And the image of a mother you uh, uh, shared with us uh, is, I think for me, is a very important figure. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, there's a lot of scriptural passages that lead to that figure of being a mother. And much so, just recently, we celebrated December 8th, you know, when we talk about Mother Mary, you know, uh, her role in the plan of salvation. And that just important aspect of nurturing, caring, you know, and it's also something important in our culture that a mother actually is a decision maker in a family from, from nutrition, you know, from, from important uh, aspects of family life. And again, you know, not as a father is uh, not involved, but... Uh, uh, we really uh, put uh, uh, emphasis and, 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 and recognize the important role of mothers. And with that, you know, when we talk about collaboration, Father Melvin, I'm always reminded of the image that St. Paul you know, uh, mentions in one of his writings, that we are one body of Christ, mm -hmm. right? The feet cannot say, oh, I, I don't belong because, you know, or the eye would say, okay, I'm more important. Or, you know, the body would say, oh, okay, I think I'm more important than the feet. And all of this, the different parts of the body are one. Mm -hmm. So the way I look at the different institutions in our community, uh, Esther, now that you say, you know, I'm, I'm so used to calling you CEO, Esther, <laughs> uh, that we don't exist on our own. And that's why uh, our mentality, our uh, really mode of operation since the start of the pandemic was always to follow whatever directives that you have put forward with the COVID-19 task force as the head of our health department, because it's important for us to work together. We're, we're members of that one body of Christ. Mm -hmm. 
we cannot say oh just because the church is separate from the state mm-hmm. no my and, and other places do that they yeah. they would even like fight or whatever the state says about covid protocols we are the church we're separate but my take has always been no we're such a close knit community and it's important for us to be working together mm-hmm. and i i've been blessed and and so grateful for for the task force for you Esther and many people out there i mean we've witnesses on on how you know people really in our community have been working hard to ensure safety yes. and you know and, and 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 that we we want a community that is healthy and not yeah. only spiritually healthy but physically healthy on our part too as a church we would like to um do our best to really cooperate with uh, what uh, CHCC for example is is uh, doing we uh, try to collaborate and participate for example with the with the vaccination mm-hmm. you know the church has opened its doors to uh uh you know receive people who are coming for vaccination so it's a collaboration an obvious really obvious uh uh collaboration between the between the church and uh the, the state Yes. You know, and, and many other uh, areas wherein we collaborated as a, together to work together. The consortium is one of them as well. Yes. And, and I'm sure many other things. So, uh, <laughs> Esther, I'm, you have so much things to do. And, yes. and, we, and we can only offer ourselves, you know, and, and help you with the best uh, way we can. Um, and I appreciate that <laughs> because I think it's important that um, we find ways to reach to individuals. Mm-hmm. Public health is really about a community mm-hmm. and it does require that, you know, we try to reach as many people as we can, especially the messages about, mm-hmm. about safety, about health, mm-hmm. about, and so when, when people may not even want to speak mm-hmm. to a government person, employee, they rather speak to someone who is really within the community, like the church. Mm-hmm. And so there is a lot of need to collaborate because we cannot do it alone. Um, I believe that it is important to incorporate right. other means of, of uh, communication and reaching out to individuals so that they can get the messages. Right. Um, right. Anyone with uh, playing sports, for example, mm-hmm. that could be another partnership. So there's so many ways to do it. And whenever we talk about the need to reach individuals, we mm-hmm. always think, well, what does it, what about the church? Yes. How do we put them into, into play mm-hmm. as part of our, our mission to try to achieve uh, mm-hmm. what we're trying to achieve? Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned Father Melvin about vaccination. It was almost a year ago. And I was so excited when I got <laughs> the message from Esther, like, come, uh, we will have our start of the vaccination. And I was one, I think I even got yeah. it ahead of you. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was excited, first of all, for, you know, safety, for protection, but also as a testimony that I'm willing to do it and I can share this with the faith community. Yes. That there's nothing wrong with the vaccine. Right. And that it's important for us to get vaccinated. And later on, as this developed, even our Holy Father, Pope Francis himself, you know, emphasized that this is an act of love. Mm-hmm. Yes. By being vaccinated, you don't just think about yourself, but the people, you know, you surround with people, right. your, your family members, the community. 
So this is an act of love by doing this. It's not a selfish act that I just want to feel safe. Right. So thank you really for that. And and we continue. And where are we now with the vaccination? I I, I heard it's we're in the 90? 91% wow, of the wow. fully eligible. Um, there may be some adjustment because of the new census data, of course, but it is high. And, you know, we are fortunate, um, despite the fact that we do have a surge here in the CNMI, the fact that there are, you know, a high number of vaccination or high number of vaccination numbers is really a key to trying to keep, to be COVID safe. Mm -hmm. As we always say it, it's not necessarily COVID free anymore, mm -hmm. but we can be COVID safe. Yes. And that's because of the vaccination, the availability of the treatment. Um, those things were not in existence before. And here we are with a surge, a first time CNMI is going to get this surge. And we have been, I don't want to use the word, but mm -hmm. armed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we are armed with a lot of, uh, you know, tools to be able to continue to be safe. Yes. So there's definitely a blessing. Yes. And I recalled before we celebrated our uh, big feast of the Immaculate Conception. You know, I always bother Esther. So I, I, I <laughs> called her and... And I said, because people have been asking, uh, you know, our, our, our COVID-19 cases are rising. So do we continue or do we cancel with, with the look of the procession? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, your input, Esther, was really helpful because it's important to also assure people that, you know, doing procession, mm -hmm. doing it outdoors is it's in fact safer than having mass inside the cathedral mm -hmm. where, right. you know, yeah. the AC units are on. Right. So you know the outcome. I was really happy. That's First of all, lot. it was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. you no, know, and uh, I think Rumel did a great job of also making sure that he took pictures where there was social there was, distancing. It was, <laughs> it was really nice to see. I did. You see. saw that. You yes. saw that. Yes. And then in the procession, because Mount Carmel School uh, for two years now, uh, we uh, advise them not to participate because of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so there were actually more people mm -hmm. than you know uh, before, and. I think it's also the longing for our people to connect with right. our faith. Right. I agree. And, and, and for us, you know, we can't just say, oh, we cancel it or, or we move forward. It's important for us to be guided with, with experts, with officials right. like you, Esther. So I mean, that's one, one yeah. uh, of the many other uh, consultations, collaborations that we did. The other one is about death. Mm. And this is like, <laughs> in fact, just last week, I, I got a phone call and asked like, I recall the first or second death we mm -hmm. had that's COVID-related. Right. Perhaps you can shed light on us on what are the changes if somebody dies, you know, a person. And then um, there's still that, I think, even among us clergy, mm -hmm. what's the protocol? Should we just bury the person right away? Or can we do the massive Christian burial? And, you know, our practice also of touching and hugging and even kissing the right, matai right. and all of that. Perhaps you can... Yeah, sure. I mean, there is um, uh, there is guidelines already from WHO. You know, early on when we first had our first death, we there we didn't know a lot. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of information was you know still trying to look at research and to looking at cases that have already occurred, and so you know it was kind of a concerning. And of course, going back to the law, you know, um, immediate burial. But now, you know, there's a lot more information 
And there is basically guidelines that says that, you know, COVID doesn't go with uh, basically stay. Mm -hmm. You know, once a person passes on, the COVID is gone as well. Mm -hmm. So there's, um, you know, that that is that information that's given, has been provided. And you have seen actually even before our our third death and our fourth death here and our fifth death here, we were, uh, and actually six, we were not, um, you have deaths that have been coming in from the mainland, right? Yes. And they have been um, basically the same thing. They were brought in, um, you know, um, and just, it's, it's as normal as any burial, basically. Um, there is nothing that says that, um, that it stays with the, with the mm. body. So once yeah. the body dies or the person dies, the, the virus dies with it. Yes. Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because it is coming from respiratory droplets. It's basically mm. from, you know, when they breathe and, and the fact that, yeah. So this will give a sense of uh, relief. I think so. A lot of I people. think so. Yeah. 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 And, and, and as I said, uh, as, you know, as uh, last week, I, 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 uh, I received a clarification on that one. And I says, I'll get back to you. You know, yeah. I would never say, no, I don't know, but I'll, yeah. so this is really important. And then again, you know, death is such an important um, cultural practice for us. Right. right. And we, the way we, we, we take care, we honor, we give our full respect. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's good that, you know, we, we get guidelines also uh, on, on how we should go yes. about it. And, and funeral directors actually have the same. Yes. similar um, guidelines as well. So it's, it's, you can get it from the funeral director and you can get it from CDC even and yeah. WHO, the World Health Organization. Yeah. I also received another question about the checking of temperature because uh, I think since day one, right. we've been doing temperature check. Right. And, and do you do it for the Melvin or maybe uh, yeah, you don't do it at St. Jude? The automated one just, Put your arm. Okay. Well, you know, some you may be vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. And you may have symptoms. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, even in the workplace, um, if you have, if you are fully vaccinated, but you are having symptoms and maybe you have contact with others, uh, one of the first things that they experience is really a fever, even mm -hmm. if it's a mild fever. So it does help to still continue to do that okay. because yeah. you are going to, you know, basically even to tell that individual to probably go get tested as mm -hmm. well. So, you know, it's not so much to deny that individual, but especially to mask up, um, but, you know, really not to, to be or be able to get tested. And right now we've rolled out testing like, like every, I mean, we have it right. that department and, uh, you know, the DFEMS uh, firemen. Uh, we have three locations, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, of course, the community-based testing. Mm -hmm. And, of course, um, we don't encourage people to go to the ER if they're just going to get tested, if they're not feeling, uh, you know, any uh, symptoms. Mm -hmm. but, um, but that is another place. But, again, it's for those individuals that are, uh, especially high fever, yes. um, you know, that it really is an, you know, more an urgent or an emergent case than they should go there. But if not, the best place to do is to go get from the community-based testing. Yes. Yeah. Good. Uh, uh, with regards to the sense of normalcy, mm. is this, uh, can you say that this is the new 
normal that we are living in now? <laughs> well, I know it's a tough question, but uh, well, it you know again, it's about being COVID safe, yes. right? Um, I think COVID is not going to go away mm-hmm. for a while. I mean, it's it, there's a lot of in fact, there is a new surge or new wave that's happening in, for example, as far as Maine, mm-hmm. and so you know the the cases are rising, hospitalizations are rising. There's a new variant. Mm -hmm. So really it's about, um, you know, we have the tools, public health tools. Right. Basically, you know, we have vaccinations now, which we didn't have a year ago. Mm -hmm. So you have the, you know, masking, getting fully vaccinated. And if, you know, if the all efforts that has been given to you and you don't want to receive vaccination, and that's Mm -hmm. what we kept saying is that we respect your decision not Mm -hmm. to get vaccinated. Um, but also respect others that do True. get to get the vaccination. But if you don't, we have the treatment already for you. So, um, and it's actually the treatment is even given to even fully vaccinated because mm-hmm. sometimes it is, you know, the, the the vaccines are waning in some ways. It's mm-hmm. it's to the point where boosters are being really encouraged right now, especially with the new variant. Yeah. Yeah. The other area also is our CCD, the doctrina, mm. because basically we also follow what the schools have been doing. So there have been a lot of changes, adjustments. So I believe for many of our parishes, instruction between now and the end of the year has been done online or like they, they do other ways of of continuing the instruction. And we're hoping that by early next year, we can go back to face-to-face uh, learning. So that kind of also because you know this things evolve and mm-hmm. and then we need to like constantly evaluate and assess and what would be the safest uh, way for us to also do our mission our mm-hmm. work in the church. Yeah. Yeah. Well the schools have done they have done a lot of of you know um putting it in writing on what steps next you know they need to take. So that's um it's there. They have the playbook. They can definitely make it safe still too. Yeah. With the uh, with regards to the element of fear on the part of of the general population, I I don't think it's uh, gonna go away yeah. uh, soon. Yeah. But how do you think uh, we can approach this to at least um, lessen the the amount of fear that people have? Mm-hmm. Because every time that they hear. Uh, a case, you know, or a surge, people would always say, I don't know, I'm not going to go to church or yeah. I better stay home. And so the, the, the sense of normalcy uh, is, is hindered by, by that element of fear. How can we assure the general population that, you know, we don't have to be afraid really that much? Uh, we have the vaccine. Of course, I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> doctor. Hard. I'm it's not hard. a scientist, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I can see that in yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, it's it. So for for our for us in, in at least in public health uh, perspective, is that um, you need to um, be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we need to be transparent. So we are trying to put the messaging out there. Um, we've never really changed yes. our messaging of three W's: vaccination. Um, you know, protect, you know, having air ventilation, especially if you're, if you're in a, in a crowded area. Um, so there's a lot of ways to protect yourself. Um, 
It's yes, it's hard, <laughs> but if that, but that's one of the reasons why uh, we don't want to go back. Like mm. you, you don't want to say, "Oh, we're going to shut down," because if you do, you're basically going against your own message, mm-hmm. right? right? Right. So you want to stick to the message, and and you need to stick to what CDC tells us as well, mm. which is really a lot of guidelines, and and it's all consistent. Mm-hmm. It's you need to be in that position mm-hmm. to be able to continuously, uh, you know, give um, credibility to your message. Yes, yes. And if you if you're if you're, you know, telling one thing and then the other, and acting in a different way, mm-hmm. I don't know about that credibility. Right. Yes. So it's really important. And it's, this is why I'm passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we can sense your passion every time we would uh, watch you, you know, talking uh, live. You know, it's like uh, Esther Sorry. is really very passionate, <laughs> which is good. I mean, you really can deliver the the message very clearly and and passionately. It's very uh, effective you know, for you. Uh, for a lot of people. You also mentioned Esther about how our. Uh, uh, People in the healthcare profession or nurses or doctors, volunteers, the importance of mental health. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, you know, our community should also, each one should do his or her part mm-hmm. because they're overwhelmed with, with work. And oh, I yes. think it's a moral obligation on our part to make sure that we don't add to the stress level that they're already, our healthcare mm-hmm. providers are, are, are giving, you know, and are doing. And, you know, it's, uh, I can imagine you know, that the, and, you know, perhaps, you know, for us also in the church, um, we can also do our part uh, not along those lines by perhaps the kind of spiritual uh, guidance and, and sustenance that we can give. Because I think, you know, mental health, spiritual health, um, we are, as a person, our, our whole, our entire self. We're mm-hmm. not like, you know, separate. This is, you, you can't dichotomize, you know, the spiritual Father Melvin and the personal and the physical and all of that. So I believe that's key. And you you pointed that out in, in one of the interviews that, that you had, like, you know, the, the importance for our, our, our healthcare uh, mm-hmm. professionals yes. to really take some time off and be with their families. <laughs> and they have families too. It's, it's been exhausting. Yeah. It's been exhausting <laughs> for so many. Um, I have staff that are really haven't really in some ways seeing their families, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard to watch. Mm. Um, but you know, for us as, or at least my role is to, you know, provide them the tools, provide them the support, um, you know, hear them out and really see, and, and of course pray as well, yes, yeah. you know, to try to, um, provide them that support because they really need it. Um, I, I mean, I, we can't do this without them. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are happening right now. Um, we, we've been always talking about, at the end of the day, although, you know, we appreciate the support that's coming in from the federal government, but, mm-hmm. you know, especially with a surge that or a wave that's happening in the U.S., this is the first time in all the time since COVID, this is the first time we actually got the support because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, not the physical support being actually here mm-hmm. on Island. Um, they've been supporting us, you know, in different yes, ways, yes. but um, the physical support is, was just recent because, mm-hmm. 
This is the first time for the cinema. I, I heard Dr. Brostrom is here. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, he used to work for yes. uh, CHCC for many years. Yes. And uh, he used to go to Christorai when he was a younger priest. <laughs> and we used to compete tennis. So when I read mm -hmm. his name, it's like, okay, he's here to work. He's not here yes. for R&R. &R. But <laughs> it's, it's good to have those uh, help really from... Yes. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's helpful. Um, and, um, you know, we just, uh, we just want to be able to try it as much as possible to, to help the team that's here. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I've always said this, that, uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be CHCC staff. That's probably going to be, uh, you know, be starting it and also ending it. Right. So it's, we need to be able to make sure that we provide them that support. Yeah. And okay. Esther, you know, um, we can never thank you enough for all the many work that you and your team have been doing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, uh, please uh, let us know how we can further improve right. our collaboration. Right. We're here uh, also to help in whatever capacity you think, you know, we can be of help. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. you know, I always I message you even... You know, all the time, if there's, even if it's just to vent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good for your mental health. <laughs> yes, but that's my mental health. Yeah, Bishop is my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel blessed that, you know, we have this open communication. Yes. And, and, and this is what I mean by, you know, living in a community where, you know, each person is really important. And, the you know, if we have this... Uh, um, willingness to listen mm -hmm. to each other right yeah. and we all have the same goals yes. you know we yes. have different roles but we want a safety cnmi a healthy cnmi yes absolutely. and this is uh this is a good uh start you know to build really a good relationship between um the different sectors of our community mm -hmm. and like the uh, bishop ryan said if there's anything that we can help you with as, as a church, mm -hmm. as priests, as lay people, if we can help you with anything, uh, just let us know. Call the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> and we yes. will do our best to formulate something, uh, to col collaborate with you, dialogue and collaborate with you. I mean, this is how uh, hopefully we will become, uh, we'll reach, be able to reach uh, a new sense of, of normal. Right. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Esther, thank, for thank uh, joining us today. Thank and uh, on behalf <laughs> of uh, uh, the rest of the clergy, I'd say thank you and uh, extend, please, our uh, gratitude to all the frontliners that, that we have out there. Thank you very much for everything that you do. Uh, you are making us truly better Catholics. <laughs>